welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of The Match, the esports recap podcast show that is made by your favorite one-man army. I am your host, who just got done eating some garlic toast, don't smell my breath, Jenny, and I am here to fulfill your midweek esports craving by bringing you the best news and updates from the industry we call esports. The date is Wednesday, April 18th, 2018, which marks episode four of the match. And I think it's safe to say we've come a long way considering episode one started a month ago. So happy one month birthday to the match. Send me stuff, okay? I'm the match. The match is me. So I would love some free stuff. We cool? Cool. We have a couple new titles featured in this week's episode, such as Fortnite and Halo. So come along as we give them a warm welcome and see what new stuff I've added to this uh, to this awesome podcast show. All that and more coming up to you on The Match. Kicking this off with a new face, we go over to Seattle for the Halo World Championship for its first homecoming event ever. In this event, we saw many teams and challengers face off for the crown, but like the two past Halo events, the only two faces to make it to the finals once again were Splice and former CLG and Optic Gaming roster rebranded into Tox Gaming. The two teams faced off in a second rematch, making it their third finals appearances in three consecutive events. The only difference this time though is that this was a world's title and that Tox was trying to defend it. Splice took off during the tournament bracket stage by taking down Team Infused and Team Envy before taking down Tox in the winner's final 4-1. Tox fought their way out of the loser's finals by beating Team Envy to make it into the grand finals for the rematch of rematches against Splice. From the start of this best of seven series, the old guard roster were dominated by the splice roster from start to finish, being unable to gain any ground. Despite their best efforts to make a three-peat of the world championship, Tox succumbed to the pressure splice put on and fell four to nothing. Splice takes home the title as the new world champions, the grand prize of 500,000 US dollars and breaking rights as the current best and one of the best teams in Halo. This win also marks three consecutive tournament wins for Splice in 2018, and we're only in the month of April. Think about that. They're pretty damn good. Anyways, congratulations to Renegade, Shotzi, Stellar, and Eco for their immaculate run, and may the Halo Gods bless them with domination and longevity. Moving on to another event conclusion, the Star Ladder, Star Ladder IMBA TV Invitational came to a finish as the new champions of the Dota 2 Pro Circuit was decided in Kiev, Ukraine. Tournament MVP 33 and his Optic Gaming Squad bounce back and crush China's VJG Thunder. No, no, VGJ Thunder. Anyways, they crushed him in the finals of the Star Ladder event, 3-1. Only two groups were featured in this minor event, which included four teams to a group. Optic Gaming and VJ, VGJ Thunder made it out of Group A, I need help, where Vega Squadron and Fnatic made it out of Group B. 
in the playoffs, Vegas Squadron fell to the Thunder. I'm just going to call them the Thunder. 2-0 in a quick best of three. And the other side of the bracket featured Optic Gaming taking down Fnatic 2-1. The grand finals rolled around where the two teams of Group A faced off in a best of five with the Thunder taking game one. But Optic quickly bounced back and took three games leading to their championship win. With this win, Optic Gaming were rewarded with 135,000 US dollars in prize money and 450 circuit points towards the Invitational Major in August. For those of you who don't know, points are awarded to teams who place well at any Dota 2 circuit event, major or minor, and at top 8 events with the most points get direct invite to the tournament. After that, regions have their qualifiers that will send the top three teams from those regions, such as America, China, Southeast Asia, and Europe, totaling 18 teams for the biggest Dota 2 event. Back to Optic Gaming though, they will have lots of work to do to gain a direct invite to the Invitational, but this win signals that they are taking the steps in the right direction. Unfortunately, we will not see Optic in three of five upcoming Pro Circuit events, but they will be at the North American Qualifier for ESL Birmingham, which takes place tomorrow, April 19th. Tune in if you want to catch some more Dota 2 action. Pretty sure this is the the fastest we've made it to here. There haven't been too many uh, non-league events going on this weekend. But anyways, welcome to another episode of the unsponsored and unnamed news section. I don't know how this is. Well, I do know how this is not sponsored yet. Uh, if you want to send me money, like five, ten bucks, whoever sends me the biggest bid will get their name in this podcast for this news section and you can make me say anything you want so if you want to make me sound like an idiot i do that anyways feel free to send me money i'm not going to say no we got some groundbreaking news for you today so uh let's dive right into this shall we starting this off with every gamer's favorite soda brand they are teaming up with a major esports organization Mountain Dew is partnering with Immortals, and the two names are looking to focus on quote digital and live activation Whatever, whatever that means. Holding a lot of the organization shares, Lionsgate, an entertainment giant, will work with the duo to create several premium content exclusives, such as behind-the-scenes content and unscripted esports shows featuring all of the immortal squads. Within a few months, the organization will bring more of this to light with an announcement, so stay tuned to get the full details when the time arrives. The upcoming Call of Duty Black Ops game has a lot of rumors surrounding it, and one in particular has come to light very recently. Um, with the emergence of Battle Royale games such as PUBG or Fortnite, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 looks to head into a new direction by Treyarch's decision to exclude a new single-player campaign and bring in a Battle Royale mode. Me, personally, I think this is a nice change of, nice change of pace for Black Ops and the Call of Duty franchise, but only if they execute this well will we see if it was the right decision. To learn more, Black Ops 4's official release date will be October 12th, and I'm sure there will be more news surrounding it as the release date approaches. On the subject of Battle Royales, for the first time ever, the biggest game of 2018 so far will experience its first legitimate esports presence since its inception. You guessed it, Fortnite will have its first big event with the 50... Yeah, $50,000 prize, courtesy of Esports Arena and 
Ninja himself. Ten games of Fortnite will be played, a total of 2,500 goes to the winner of each game. If the winner happens to be Ninja, the money goes to a charity of his choice. Be sure to tune in to that on Saturday, April 21st. I'm sure everyone will want to see that. The popular mobile MOBA game called Vainglory is having some political trouble over in Russia. The developer Super Evil Megacorp have had their access in Russia restricted alongside several other cloud storage services. The ban comes from the Russian Supervision of Communications that issued a massive ban to 15.8 million IP addresses due to Russia's battle against Telegram, which is a mobile messaging application. The government wanted encrypted encryption keys to monitor user communications, but Telegram refuses and has been refusing for many months now. Of the 15.8 million, 2.5 million IP addresses linked to Google, Amazon, and other cloud storage apps were affected and Vainglory was one of the ones who was hit hard. Players that try to play Vainglory in Russia receive an update message before being redirected to the game's menu, and a notification will pop up saying that there is no Wi-Fi access. Why is this big news? Vainglory is a huge esport title over in Russia, so this is detrimental to the region's stability. Last but not least, with esports rapidly growing in the Middle East, the United Arab Emirates is building the region's first dedicated esports venue than none other than the capital city of Dubai. The stadium will be called Dubai X Stadium, which will mark, get it, X marks your spot, which will mark the beginning of Dubai's quest on becoming the world's global capital of esports. The date of construction has yet to be announced by the time of this recording, but tune in to later dates and later episodes to hear more about the venue. That does it for another jam-packed section of the news. Let's, uh, let's do good and hop back into the coverage of ongoing leagues. Let's get it. Another new episode, another new face, another new eSport title, as the Smite Pro League makes its debut appearance on the show, even though it's already in its fifth season, and this is a fourth episode, whatever. For those of you who don't know, I like to describe Smite as a game that is a mix between a multiplayer online battle arena, also called a MOBA, think like League of Legends or Dota 2, with an MMORPG, think World of Warcraft. It's a third-person MOBA that is played with a camera fixed on your character, but the map is played through lanes and the jungle with the ultimate goal of defeating the opposing team's titan. The characters are based off of gods from different types of mythology, which makes for an interesting game, and you can also learn a lot about different types of mythology and gods as well. The SPL, Smite Pro League, features six teams in both Europe and North America, battling out in their own respective regions. With Organizations with names such as CLG, Splice, Luminosity, SK Gaming, Energy, and Team Dignitas, just to name a few. I'm going to be covering this title a little differently than others because their weeks are played out during or after I record these episodes, so I'll give you guys updates on the upcoming matches rather than recapping. With all that mumbo jumbo out of the way, I'll start with the North American SPL where week 4 came to a close last Friday where the standings are closer than me dropping out of college. In the first place, we have Space Station sitting atop 
the league with a score of 5-1. Trailing behind them are E United and CLG, who are tied for second at a 4-3 record, with both teams Trifecta and Luminasi trailing behind them with one win short. Last but not least, Splice is hanging in there tooth and nail with a record of 1-6, but they look to change that tomorrow when they take on Trifecta and Luminosity. Looking forward to the week, the schedule takes off Wednesday, well, today I guess, with E-United taking on Trifecta and Space Gaming taking on CLG. Skipping over to Friday, because Thursdays are for the EU boys, we have Trifecta taking on Splice in Game 1, and the next two games feature Luminosity taking Space Station and Splice to round out the week. Over in Europe, our first two games were finished up today with Rival falling to Team Dignitas 2-1 and Team Obey blowing out Mouseports 2-0. The next day of European Smite will be on Thursday with Team Dignitas taking on SK Gaming in the first game and Energy taking on Obey and SK Gaming in games 2 and 3. Congratulations for to you for surviving through the word soup I just threw at you. I can't pronounce anything today. So now you can reward yourself by checking out the SPL tomorrow at 3 p.m. specific time. The last week of the Rocket League Championship Series is now over with the results of Week 5 standings transitioning to the Regional Championships and the Promotional Tournament. The top 6 teams in each region will duke it out for the crown as the region's best team in the Regional Championships and the bottom 2 teams will have to fight it out against relegation and their livelihood for the next season in the Promotional Tournament. The playoff teams though not only have to fight for the crown, there's also 3 international spots available. So the top three teams that get to attend the Rocket League International Championship Series for Season 5 will be decided at the end of playoffs. How do Week 5 go, though? Let's, uh, let's rewind and see how Week 5 of Season 5 went. The first game went to G2 and beat Out of Style in a 3-1 style, and Energy also beating Evil Geniuses 3-1. The match of the week went to the Undaunting CLG when they, went, when they used... Relentless aggression to upset Cloud9 3 to nothing. Rogue proceeded to beat Out of Style 3 to 1, putting them out of style and out of the league with a 0 7 record. Rest in peace. G2, after that, once again stopped any momentum CLG had by crushing them 3 to nothing. And the final regular season game of the season was concluded when Energy beat C9 in a very energy fashion of 3-1, solidifying themselves as the best team in the league by being the only undefeated team this season. 7-0, baby. 7-0 the dream. Looking forward to the playoffs, we have a loaded schedule for the North American region kicking off on Saturday, April 21st. Evil Geniuses will take on Rogue in our first best of seven, followed up by Cloud9 taking on Ghost Gaming. The winners of those games will decide who plays Energy and G2 in the semifinals. This is playoffs you don't want to miss, so be sure to tune in to RLCS on Saturday starting at noon specific time. Now, last week, I know I said Western League of Legends is going to be on a little hiatus. Well, I may be kind of right. Uh, 
forgot to mention that the EU Masters League is going on and it has been going on since last Thursday. Um, many teams from around Europe will, are going to duke it out for the crown of being the EU Master. New and familiar faces return in this tournament as well, which make it super action-packed and super interesting and super meme you name it. It's, it's got everything. The big news, Origins All-Star lineup lost their first game to ClickTech after running around the map like chickens with their heads cut off. They bounced back, though, and the community stopped giving them shit after that, but the Reddit thread blew up because people, I guess, were expecting just a total stomp. Well, I guess it was kind of a stomp. Currently, the tournament has been running all weekend and will continue to go on until this weekend. If not, then into next week. Um, so stay tuned so now you don't miss anything. I don't want you to miss anything because that's why I'm here. Anyway, more international news. In the Korean scene, the LCK concluded when King Zone Dragon X took down the Afrika Freaks 3-1 in the LCK Spring Finals, punching their ticket to MSI. But I mean, let's be honest, everyone, everyone saw this coming. King Zone is the most explosive and exciting team to come out of Korea since Rox Tigers, even though three-fifths of their roster is Rox Tigers. Kingzone Dragon X looked to take down anyone and everyone at MSI. And one region that still has to go on MSI is China. Their region has yet to have a decider. Their semifinals will be broadcasted this weekend with Invictus Gaming taking on Royal Never Give Up in the most anticipated semifinals in LPL history. On the other side of the bracket, Edward Gaming looked to take on fresh-faced Rogue Warriors in their first playoff appearance ever to get that last final spot. All these teams are going to look insane at MSI no matter who shows up. Like I said, this weekend is the Chinese semifinals, so if you're awake on Saturday at around 2 a.m. Pacific time, be sure to check that out if you care enough. And also a reminder that MSI will start in the first week of May for those of you who aren't counting down. Next up, we have Overwatch. Yes, Overwatch League. Last but not least on the menu, week three of stage three of the Overwatch League is about to kick off. But last week in week two, we had a lot of dominating matches and also a lot of close matches as well. Last Wednesday, week two started off with the Shanghai Dragons once again falling 4-0, this time to the Los Angeles Gladiators. May God bless their soul. The other Los Angeles team, the Valiant, also followed their opponent that day, the Philadelphia Fusion, in the following game. The day ended with the closest match, but or where Seoul Dynasty took down the Dallas Fuel 3-2. Thursday, we saw a battle of the East Coast teams when the Boston Uprising took on the reigning champs, the New York Excelsior, in an exciting five-game series with the Boston Excelsior, uh, excuse me, Boston Uprising taking home the dub 3-2. That day also featured another five-game series, another 3-2 win when the Philadelphia Fusion was one step and one game ahead of the Houston Outlaws. London Spitfire took down the Florida Mayhem as fast as I'm saying the sentence. Let me redo that. London Spitfire took down the Florida Mayhem as fast as I'm saying the sentence. 3-0. Friday went as followed. The Valiant 2-1 over the Fuel. The Shock 3-1 over the Dragons, the Shanghai Dragons. The Gladiators 3-2 over the Dynasty. And Saturday featured the Fusion taking down the Spitfire 3-2 just like in the last stage's semifinals. 
New York Excelsior taking the W over Houston 3-2 that day, and the week rounded out with Boston 3-2-ing again, this time over the Florida Mayhem. I'm sorry, I know these segments are always confusing because I'm rifling off a million things, but uh, if you want to catch some Overwatch League for yourself, rather than have me rifling these results off, you can actually check it out today, starting at 4pm specific time, which will probably be the time I'm going to be uploading this podcast to, so check it out. Another match has come to an end, and I have no loot boxes to reward you with, but if you want to wait until next week, I can reward you with another episode. I know. I'm a saint. Thank you for listening, though, and if you have any recommendations, critiques, or you just want to insult me, feel free to tweet or message me on Twitter at Chet Esports, C-H-E-T, Esports, no space, and I will take anything and everything into account to make this show better. I also have a Twitter account for this podcast show as well, so uh, feel free to give that a follow at The Match Esports for the latest updates and news. I'm super grateful to have you here with me once again, and I can't wait to have you back next week for another episode of The Match. Good luck, have fun with all your matches, and have a great weekend, everyone.